Slava Isus Christu, and thanks for joining Between the Pews Cast, a podcast in the Edmonton Eparchy that discusses various Catholic topics in Alberta. I'm your host today, Ben Windsor, the Communications Specialist here at the Eparchy. Welcome back to Edmonton Eparchy's new podcast, Between the Pews. Today I'm having a conversation with Father Planchuk Sr., um, Pastor of Holy Eucharist here in Edmonton. So a quick question before we start, if anyone wants to attend Holy Eucharist, what day and times are your Divine Liturgies? We have a schedule to Divine Liturgies every Sunday at 10 o'clock, and the feast days, uh, uh, depends some feast days, uh, 10 o'clock in the morning, some, some uh, at evening. Okay, perfect. Um, so today's topic on Between the Pews is about joining priesthood. So I have a variety of questions prepared for you today, starting off with, what is the first step in becoming a priest? Well, the first step would be a potential candidate to be involved in the parish. Be actively involved in the parish, not only sitting in the pew, but um, coming regularly to services, have a um, personal uh, relationship with God, and, and know the priest well, and uh, and have a close relationship with the priest and possibly that priest would be like a spiritual uh, director advisor to 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 the pre- to the potential candidate mm-hmm. that makes sense so maybe then like what do you need to become a priest well what do we need let me tell you a little story an elderly priest was getting retired mm-hmm. And a young priest was assigned as a new priest, a new pastor of, the, of that parish. So the young fellow came to the uh, elderly priest and uh, uh, asked, uh, introduced himself and talked a little bit and said, Father, can you tell me what this parish needs the most? You served in this parish for so many years and uh, do we need any renovation of the building? Do we need... Uh, a good preaching, what should I concentrate? The young people or the youth or, or children or the elderly people? And the old wise priest said this, what this parish needs the most is a man who knows God. And yes, that would be the most important for every potential candidate for priesthood to know God. That makes sense. All right. So I guess with that, knowing God, I guess what are maybe is like a trait that makes you a good priest? Well, as we know, God gives us different gifts, talents, you know, many. Some are good singers. Some are good preachers. Some are good uh, outgoing people. Some are maybe have a gift... um, wonderful gift for listening. Some are a little bit less good listeners, you know. And so uh, some are very, very versed in uh, building, you know, constructions and so on. So it's the same with us priests. But all these gifts and talents are very welcomed for a potential candidate. No one uh, potential candidate would have all those gifts and talents. So which are good 
every talent is good. Mm -hmm. But as God gave different talents to the to the all people, you know, um, mechanic as his wonderful mechanic, he knows his job. But ask him something about the surgery. <laughs> <laughs> he will be stuck, yeah. you know. So um, many different gifts that God gave us. Some definitely we have to work on those gifts. For example, for priests, it's very good, uh, important uh, listening. You know, not only talking. Although we we priests very often talk too much <laughs> and not listen enough. So it's very important to listen. You know, so we develop those those skills. Uh, with God's help. Mm -hmm. So it's about using your talents. Using our talents. Yeah. Okay. So with that, um, before you enter the priesthood, like what's, what should you know before entering and before starting your journey into priesthood? Well, as I said at the very beginning, uh, it's very important to know uh, parish life, to know what is expected of you. I mean, what are you faced with? but to know that you have vocation. How do we um, uh, get to know that we have vocation? That's something individual for every person. Mm -hmm. In the past, um, some many uh, decades ago, uh, or centuries, uh, the priest would be, you are going to be a priest, you are going to be a nun, and this and this, you know. Um, th and uh, thanks God, it's not today like that. Um, so, um, something that you can feel in our hearts, in our mm. souls, you know, that God is inviting us. Uh, in the past, it was very honorable to be a priest, you know, mm, kissing hands, yeah. you know, so today it's a different, mm. you know. I grew up in the communist country, and to be a priest, that was shame. Yeah, <laughs> it's know. a little different. For sure. Lots of difference. Mm -hmm. so. So with vocations, so how exactly do you know that you have a calling to be a priest? Well, if you uh, practice your faith, mm -hmm. you live according the best you, you are able to, to live according to God's commandments, with God's love, mm -hmm. in, you know, uh, and attend church and develop the spiritual life, um, continue to grow in that spiritual life, Definitely, if you have vocation, God will touch you. God will touch you and let you know that you have vocation to be a priest. Mm -hmm. Okay. I know many, many, many cases uh, where priests shared with me or I heard stories, you know, I heard the voice of God, this and this, you know. Mm -hmm. and, um, how they become priests. Okay. So with um, becoming the priest, uh, you have seminary. Yes. So what exactly is seminary like for people entering priesthood? Well, to enter seminary, um, you know, many candidates don't know what is expected of them or what they're going to have. <laughs> it, you know, in the seminary, we all call each other brothers. Mm -hmm. And we try to be brothers. Even, you know, we, men are from different areas, different uh, backgrounds, and uh, different experiences, and so on. But um, we pray together. We share meals together. 
we laugh together, if needed, we cry together, you know, and definitely we glorify God. And we grow uh, through the seminary years, you know, to grow in that experience of God, you know, knowing God, to get to know God more and more. <laughs> so, uh, I remember going through the seminary, some candidates just couldn't do it. Or they figure out, sorry, that's not for me. <laughs> and that's, it, it's happening over and over, it's nothing new. Mm-hmm. So there is the Holy Spirit Seminary here? In yes, we have a Holy Spirit Seminary mm-hmm. here in Edmonton. Uh, just uh, not long time ago, moved from Ottawa, and our seminarians live in the seminary, and uh, uh, they attend Newman College mm-hmm. um, and uh, to, to do the, their theological, philosophical and theological studies. Okay. So it's like you, you take classes, do you like major in something first, or is it just a So our bishops uh, are recommending that a candidate should have some degree already. Mm-hmm. Ideal would be something in philosophy. If not, um, then uh, uh, some philosophical classes would be taken uh, during the two years, minimum two years of period, mm-hmm. and then four years of theological studies, mm-hmm. and then uh, the uh, year of practicum in the parish uh, uh, with uh, the bishop would assign candidate uh, uh, to some parish and uh, with the pastor, and, you know, to, do, to see um, firsthand, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what is happening in the parish. Yeah. So that would take maybe like seven or eight years? Um, Depends of the candidate. If if the candidate comes with philosophy or, I don't know, for for example, education or or some other degree, um, depends uh, what subjects he already had and so on. Some candidates uh, would take four years, some maybe six uh, Mm -hmm. or seven would be probably maximum. Yeah. Okay. So with that, um, how do you know, like you're in seminary, right? How do you know priesthood is right for you? Because you were talking about sometimes people just aren't ready or they realize that's not the life for them. How do you know that priesthood's the life for you? Well, in Roman Catholic uh, seminaries, probably one of the greatest issues would be celibacy. Uh, in our in our seminary in our tradition, that's not an uh, issue. Mm-hmm. Um, our candidates uh, um, could get married, or even married could be accepted into the seminary, and that arrangement would be done with uh, their local bishop. Uh, and uh, some seminarians live close to the seminary, and with their spouses and eventual children and attend seminary life, you know, uh, that would be arranged uh, for each individual uh, 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 between the bishop, rector, and, and the seminary, and the candidate. Um, so how do, we, how do we know? As I said uh, before, if we live and love that vocation, 
and we, we feel that we have that vocation, uh, God will let us know. God will let us know. Today, uh, to be a priest, uh, no candidate would uh, uh, leave uh, um, education, like a teaching position, or uh, I don't know, um, uh, being a lawyer position, or many other, some other vocation, or engineer, or something, and uh, become, come to the seminary to become a priest, uh, where uh, we are not paid financially, I mean, not, not, not earning the, uh, like uh, some uh, vocations uh, um, in, in, in uh, everyday life. Uh, so it's not uh, becoming a priest for money, mm-hmm. you know, but that's something from inside that we really feel uh, and have that knowing God and having that relationship with God where God give us that confirmation, yes, I need you to be a priest with all your gifts and talents and all your um, maybe things that you are not very proud of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So priesthood is a lifelong commitment. Priesthood is definitely um, uh, life, you know, lifetime commitment. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the priesthood, there are many wonderful, wonderful uh, Things that we go through, and of course, as Jesus was carrying cross, you know, sometimes we priests have to carry our own burdens and our own crosses. Mm -hmm. So you were talking before about the Roman Catholic seminary and Ukrainian Catholic. Is there a difference between the schools? I mean, of course, there would be. It's very kind of different. Well, our seminarians uh, take some extra classes in our seminary, Mm -hmm. usually in our case with our rector, um, where um, some liturgical, you know, uh, subjects, uh, some uh, like a singing, uh, you know, in our in our tradition, singing is crucial. It's Mm -hmm. very important. Um, Then uh, the spirituality you know, is formed uh, on a daily basis, you know, daily services, uh, matins in the morning, you know, vespers, uh, the one liturgies, you know, and matins at the evening, you know, evening prayers and so on. During the Lent, you know, the one liturgy of pre-sanctified gifts and so on, Mm -hmm. fasting, you know, periods of fasting and so on. So it's, it's, a little bit different than, than Roman Catholics, but the, the subjects uh, are more or less the same, exact our tradition, you know, uh, lit- liturgy and, and, and uh, uh, you know, liturgical s- services. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that, that kind of gives a, a pretty good insight into um, kind of joining the priesthood here. And last question. So with the Ukrainian Catholic tradition of priesthood, is there like a big difference at all between like any other traditions? Is there something that you should know becoming a Ukrainian Catholic priest versus maybe like a Roman Catholic priest or? Well, logically it would be if you have a, a Ukrainian Catholic background and you have a vocation, uh, our church needs you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember uh, um, being uh, a teenager or 17, 18 years old, uh, and uh, when I finally decided that I'm going to be a priest, didn't know much 
about uh, uh, our church because we didn't have uh, regular services where I lived. Oh. So I attended Roman Catholic Church on a regular basis. Um, and a Roman Catholic pastor was my spiritual advisor and so on, confessor. And I came to him and he said, I would like to be a priest, but I would like to go to your seminary. And he was uh, good and nice, you know, and he said, you know, I would like you to be uh, our seminarian, but your church needs you. And yes, our church needs our you know, those who have at least some Ukrainian Catholic background. Mm -hmm. um, some may feel a vocation for missionary work, mm -hmm. uh, would like to go somewhere, I don't know, let's say, for example, Africa or wherever. Um, so, I don't know, our church doesn't have a, priests in, in Africa, mm -hmm. um, although maybe some parishes <laughs> somewhere, because yeah. um, we are scattered all around yeah. the world. Uh, but um, that would be probably then the road to go to Roman Catholic and some, some um, um, order, you know, that they have missionaries somewhere. But otherwise, we have, we are like a missionary here, you know, where we have to work and uh, evangelize uh, every soul and uh, fight for every soul and pray for every uh, soul in our parish, you know, mm -hmm. and it's uh, like a missionary work, but yeah. uh, not in Africa, <laughs> it's, it's here in the midst of in Canada. Yeah, yeah, for sure. A lot of Ukrainians are here too, so. Yes, <laughs> yes, far away from our church. Yeah. So. But yeah, so thank you so much for that insight. It's very helpful, and thanks for your time. Hopefully that was uh, helpful for some of our viewers, too, if you're considering joining the priesthood. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening, too, and God bless.